first, second Peter, I'm sorry, second Peter chapter two, verses 19. The Bible says this in second Peter chapter two, verse 19. OK, they're going to pop up on the screen if you don't. Well, you all have a Bible. So if you want to follow along, you can. It says for a man or a woman is chained to anything that has power over him. For a man is chained to anything that has power over him. I have a question for you. What have you given power over to that has you chained in life? Because here's the thing is, whatever we have given power over to, those things have us chained up. Those things have us bound up, okay? Those things keep us limited. Those things keep us from fully fulfilling God's purpose and plan for our lives, okay? What is it that you have given power over to? It says, for a man is chained to anything that has power over him. And it could be anything. It could be uh, video games. It could be uh, sports. It could be uh, relationships. It could be school. It could be a multiple of things. The Bible says, for a man is chained to anything that has power over him. Or in other words, a person is chained or is bound to anything that has power over him. I want you to repeat this after me, okay? Because here's what I want to talk to you guys about tonight. This is what uh, an area in your life I no longer want you to be bound to, okay? Repeat this after me. Say, I am, I am no longer, longer bound to toxic, to toxic friendships. Sheesh. Let's run it back. Let's run it back, okay? Say, I am, I am no longer, longer bound, bound to toxic, toxic friendships. Sheesh, man. What is considered a toxic? What is considered a toxic friendship? Here's what a toxic friendship is, okay? A toxic friendship is a friendship that is unhealthy and even dangerous. A toxic friendship is a friendship that is unhealthy for you and even to the point where it can be borderline, if even further, dangerous for your life, okay? And here's, here's, here's the thing. Someone who leads you away from God, that is a toxic friendship. Right, I'm going to repeat that. Did you hear what I just said? Someone who leads you away from God, that's a toxic friend. Why would you want to associate or hang out with people who want to take you away from God? Why would you want to hang around, associate, and connect and be bound to people who want to lead you away from Jesus? Those are not the type of friends you want. Those are toxic friendships, okay? Someone who leads you into a life of sin. What is sin? Anything we think, say, or do that goes against God's word. Why would you want to be connected, bound to people who are going to lead you to a life of sin? The Bible teaches us in Romans 6, 23, for the reward for sin is death. OK, so why would you want to be associated, bound, connected to people like that? OK, someone who leads you into sin. That's a toxic friendship. OK, someone who encourages and influences you to compromise your faith in God is a toxic friendship. Okay, that's toxic friendship. Someone who says, don't put your trust in God. Don't put your faith in God. Why would that, that whole God thing, that whole Jesus thing, that's just stupid. It's funny. It's not even real. That is someone who is encouraging you to compromise your faith in God. That type of person is toxic for your life. It is unhealthy and dangerous for you. Okay. And the longer you stay connected to them. Okay. The longer you stay connected to them. I believe it goes from unhealthy to dangerous. I really do believe that. Proverbs chapter 25, verse 26 says this. It says, if the godly, raise your hand. Come on, raise your hand. You're godly. Okay. If the Bible says, if the godly, which is you, 
give into the wicked, it's like polluting a fountain or muddying a spring. Did you hear that? It says, if the godly give into the wicked, so in other words, if you give into toxic people, people who don't want you to be living for God, who don't want you to put your faith in God, the Bible says if you give into people like that, it's like polluting a fountain or muddying a spring. Man, that's what it looks like. Okay, that's what it looks like. Here's something. I'm gonna help you out with something real quick. Okay, let me let me let me let me let me give you some wisdom. Let me learn you real quick. Okay, people come into your life for four reasons. All right. People come into your life for four reasons to add, subtract, multiply or divide. Y'all catch that? People come into your life for four reasons. Add, subtract, multiply or divide. They're either adding to your life. They're adding value to your life. They're making you better in life. They're doing things that will help you further in life. They're taking you closer to a relationship with God. They're either adding to your life or they're subtracting from your life. They're pulling you away from God. They're making you less valuable in life. They're getting you involved in all this other stuff, okay? Or they're in your life to multiply. In other words, they're there to help you get even further in life or they're there to divide and conquer in your life. They want to see you divided. They want to see you not going well, okay? People in your life for four reasons. Add, subtract, multiply, or divide. This is why you got to be careful with who it is that you hang around with. This is why it's so important the friends that you choose, you choose wisely. All right? I know, listen, I remember being a teenager. I wanted to be friends with everybody, okay? And for the most part, I was. I'm not going to lie to you. I was pretty much friends with everybody in high school. But, man, I'm going to be honest with you. A lot of those friends, Jesus, <laughs> they were not friends. I mean, they led me and, and I got caught up in stuff that I should not have been caught up in, okay? The reality is this. The Bible says if the godly give into the wicked, it's like polluting a fountain or muddying a spring. Throwback story time. My junior year of high school, which was like 100 years ago, according to Penelope. Um, junior year of high school, Monterey High School, homecoming night. I'll never forget. We went to the homecoming football game. After the homecoming football game, we went to a house party. Pastor Kerry wasn't always a pastor, okay? He was a little rebellious kid back in the high school, okay? Who was wilding out in them streets, okay? And um, so when I was in high school, after homecoming party, went to a house party, and it was at this house party. Uh, one of my friends, he had, um, he, we got invited to the house party be, by, through him because he knew a girl and she wanted to like meet up with him and stuff like that. So we went to the house party just because of him. And uh, we get there and it was just kind of awkward because we really weren't invited. It was kind of like we were here just because of him and her. It's kind of a weird situation. Anyway, long story short, we're there. And then all of a sudden, I see my buddy come running out of the house and he's like yelling at the dudes inside the house and he's yelling at the girl that he went to meet up with. And it was crazy. All of a sudden, these, they started like arguing back and forth. And so we leave, we get in the car and leave. As we get in the car and leave, uh, we go to a buddy of ours house and we pick him up and we pick him up and we pick up a few other guys and we go back to the house and we stop about a block away from this house, from where the house party was. And everybody gets out the car. Now, I have no idea what we're doing. I thought we were just, you know, going to go to a party, you know, drink, you know, whatever. I wasn't expecting to get into like this kind of drama tonight, like. I, I, you know, I play basketball. I'm not trying to get in legal trouble to where I'm going to get kicked off the team and stuff like that. And all the dudes pile out the car. Okay. They all pile out the car and they go up to the side in, in this, like in this area and they get all these humongous rocks in their hands. And they go, here, Carrie, here's one for you. 
They're like, here's what we're going to do. We're going to drive by, and I know what car is so-and-so's car. And as we drive by, we're going to throw all these rocks out the window and, and, and hit his car and break his windows and stuff like that. I'm sitting there in the backseat of the car like, am I really about to do this? Like, am I really about to do this? All right, am I really, really about to do this? Like, I, I don't want to do this. I remember having this thought in my mind, in my mind like, I don't want to do this. Like, I really don't want to do this. But at the same time, I don't want to look like no punk, right? I don't want to, I don't want these dudes to make fun of me. I don't want these dudes to think I'm a loser, stuff like that. Like, I don't want to, I don't want that image on my life. And um, I was like, oh, man, I'm, I'm going to have to do this. And I'll never forget, we drove by, right? And I'll never forget, they start throwing rocks out the window. And sure enough, man, I peek my head out the window and I'm like, I can't believe I'm really about to do this. And I let the rock go. The Bible says if the godly given to the wicked, it's like polluting a fountain or muddying a spring. I had great parents growing up, man. Both my parents were in my life. They even took me to church my whole life. Right. I mean, since I was a kid, I grew up. I went to youth group and children's ministry, just like y'all are. I knew right from wrong. I knew better than that. Okay, but because I chose to surround myself and be linked up, chained up, bound up to people who did not believe the same things that I did, right? It led me to make unhealthy and dangerous decisions in my life. It's the bottom line, right? It's the bottom line. I was talking to my wife because um, she shares this story with me. Um, now, y'all know my wife, she's quiet, chill. She hardly says two words when she comes up here, right? Um, or whatever. It's like she's real chill. She doesn't say much. She wasn't feeling well. That's why she's not here tonight. But she's real chill, calm, super silent. And when she shared this story with me, I was like, you? Like, for real? Like, no way. But uh, she shares a story with me. And I was, I asked her to remind me of it. She was at the mall one time with a friend. Um, and uh, this friend, um, friend, was in the mall and she went around stealing a whole bunch of stuff at the mall. Well, now my wife wasn't stealing nothing, okay? But um, the friend ended up, then they were about to leave, you know, security came up and said, hey, I need to speak with you two ladies. And she's like, what's going on? And so they took them to that room that they have at the mall and they, should, they said, hey, we need you to empty your stuff. And my wife, at the time, she was, a, she was a senior in high school, I believe. She's like, I, didn't, I don't have nothing. And her friend started pulling stuff out of her pockets, her purse, all this stuff that she had stolen. And my wife, she was, said, she was just like, I didn't take nothing. I didn't take nothing. And the dude, the officer told her, said, yes, but you're both going to get arrested because you're guilty by association. Conspiracy, Right. You're, you're, you were with her, you were part of it, you were walking out together, you're guilty by association. See, you have to make sure, guys, you got the right people in your life, not people who are toxic, who are going to get you involved in dangerous and unhealthy situations in life, okay? Seriously, who you hang around with and who you link up with matters big time, okay? It matters big time, okay? Now, there are three things all toxic friends do, okay? Three things all toxic friends do, okay? The first one is this. All toxic friends corrupt good character. 
All toxic friends corrupt good character. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 15, 33, says, don't be fooled by those who say such things for bad company corrupts good character. Man, I have seen this in youth ministry for the past 13 years at this church specifically. I've seen good kids come through these doors and man, they got good character. They have the right attitude. They're doing everything right. But yet when they leave this place, they go hang around with knuckleheads at their schools. And then I hear like, oh, so-and-so got arrested or so-and-so is on probation or so-and-so has to go to this correctional school. I'm like, for real? Like that kid, like it blows my mind. But it always starts with this one sentence. When I always ask, what happened? They always say the same thing. Well, they had these friends. They had these friends, Carrie who were doing this. They had these friends. They were hanging around so-and-so and and those, you know, this, that, whatever. Bad company corrupts good character. I've had the privilege of talking to all of you, even the two new ones tonight. You seem like you're real cool down-to-earth young people, okay? I've had the privilege to talk to all of y'all. Y'all good kids. Y'all seem to have real good character, except for you. No, I'm just playing. (laughs) Y'all have real good character. You know, you seem to be good down-to-earth kids, okay? You need to be careful who you hang around with because bad company will corrupt that good character. Okay, that's what happened to me in high school. Athlete, all that sort of stuff. Okay, but because I hung around the wrong crowd, it corrupted my character. Corrupted my character. There was an NBA player. Everybody here knows what the NBA is, right? Okay, I'm just making sure because some of y'all may be like, "What's basketball, Carrie?" You know. you remember, that, uh, you remember that one time during the pandemic, which, by the way, it was three years ago. Ain't that crazy? Um, remember that one time we were doing a Zoom meeting? I know some of y'all weren't in here. We all weren't part of that. But we were, having, we were doing youth on Zoom. And uh, we used to do this game where I would put a picture of somebody, and you, the first one to answer would get points. Y'all remember that, Karis, Amherst, all y'all? And I'll never forget, I put up a picture of LeBron James. You, you know what I'm about to say, right? I put up a picture of LeBron James. You know what I'm talking about. You already know what and this kid, Adrian, I was like, who's this? And Adrian goes, oh, Kobe Bryant. Bro, I laughed, I laughed so hard. I, could, I have that video. I need to show up one of these Wednesdays. I mean, I, I laughed. I mean, everybody in here who was there that night who doesn't even play basketball, who don't even watch basketball, were like, I even know who that is. Like, what the heck? Like, Kobe Bryant. Rest in peace, bro. Um, yeah. So, but anyway, I, that had nothing to do with what I was talking about. Good character, though. Um, there was an NBA player who had made it to the NBA, right? And this is a true story. He made it to the NBA and he was making all these millions of dollars and he was successful in the NBA. But the problem was he had this one friend who was ratchet, toxic, like he was horrible for him. And every time he would go out with him to nightclubs and stuff like that, he was always finding himself in trouble because of this friend. Okay. And finally, it came to the point to where, um, you know, as a professional athlete, he had sponsors. He had deals with all these other businesses and companies to where he got into one altercation. And so many of his sponsors and and deals said, you know what, we're cutting ties. It cost him money and it cost him his image. And finally, one day he had to tell this friend, he said, look, we're done. I can't be around you no more. Why? Because bad company corrupts good character. And that's not just a life lesson. That's like biblical. That's what the Bible teaches us. Don't be fooled by those who say such things for bad company corrupts good character. If that is in the Bible, that means that God is communicating to all of us who you hang around with does matter. Okay, who you hang around with does matter. Okay, 
Second thing all toxic friends do, okay? Toxic friends corrupt good character. Toxic friends are hot-tempered. Y'all got some hot-tempered friends? Some of y'all already know someone right off the top of your head who I'm talking about. Listen, every crew, every squad has that one friend who you know just can't keep their mouth shut. Yeah, y'all know what I'm talking about. The one who just stop your stop and they just keep on going. Okay, they can't. They have to get the last word in. Every crew, every squad has that one friend who is always looking for the smoke. I'm serious. Every crew has one. Okay, every squad has one. Right. That's why y'all laughing and smiling because y'all like, yup. Yup, we do. I know exactly who it is, too. I know exactly who it is. You, you know right off the top. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's what the Bible says, all right? Not carry. Here's what the Bible says. Proverbs 22, 24 through 25 says this. It says, don't befriend angry people or associate with hot-tempered people, or you will learn to be like them and endanger your soul. You will endanger. Remember what I said earlier about... Toxic, toxic friendships, they're what? Unhealthy and what? Dangerous. That's not just Carrie, Pastor Carrie talking. That's Pastor Carrie repeating what the Bible just said. The Bible says, or you will learn to be like them and endanger your soul. Okay? The Bible says that fools vent their anger. Okay? Fools vent their anger. The Bible's very clear. Hey, don't associate with hot-tempered people. Because what's going to happen is you're going to learn their ways, right? You're going to learn their ways. And what's going to happen is you're going to end up endangering yourself. Because here's the thing, when you vent your anger, you're not imitating God. You're not being Christ-like, okay? Right? You're not imitating God. Jesus, when he was arrested, he didn't fight back. As a matter of fact, one of his disciples pulled a sword and cut a soldier's ear off. And Jesus was like, put your dang sword away. What's wrong with you? Okay, and healed the man's ear, put it back together, okay? Why are you venting an egg? You know better than that. Like, I ain't about, if I wanted to, I could call down a host of angels to take care of this whole mess, but that wasn't Jesus, right? Okay? And Jesus was very, very clear. The word of God is very, very clear. Hey, you need to not associate with hot tempered people because hot tempered people will get you into trouble. They'll get you into situations that was like, how did I end up here, right? For example, me throwing a rock at a car. That was caused by a hot-tempered person mouthing off, okay? Again, every crew, every squad has that one hot-tempered friend who gets everybody into trouble, all right? It happens. It happens in sports, okay? Everybody, you already know. In your locker room, you know which one is the hot-tempered one that you, like, the minute, oh, shoot, there he goes or there she goes. Every, everybody has one. The Bible's very clear, though. Don't be bound. Don't be linked up to those type of people, like, seriously, because you're going to learn their ways and endanger your soul. Okay, so toxic friends corrupt good character. Toxic friends are hot tempered, excuse me. And toxic friends love to argue and gossip. Toxic friends love to argue and gossip. Here's the thing. Proverbs 16, 28 says this. It says a troublemaker plants seeds of strife and gossip separates the best of friends. And y'all know some people who used to be good friends and now all they do is talk bad about one another? Yeah, y'all know what I'm talking about. Y'all know that petty drama I'm talking about. 
Like, they just can't, like, I thought y'all was, like, best friends. Like, y'all was BFFs from kindergarten all the way to sixth grade. Now y'all, like, y'all, like, uh, y'all, like, sub, y'all, like, sub posting about them because y'all too scared to call each other out and add each other on social media, right? Y'all like to gossip and post, like, like that, like the whole, uh, the whole Selena Gomez and Haley Bieber nonsense. Oh, yeah. That, that's, that's some petty nonsense, right? But here's the thing. Toxic friends love to argue and gossip. They love to plant seeds of strife. And here's the thing. People who bring strife into your life, man, it's just going to cause a separation of close people. Right. There are people in your life right now who you're connected to that are actually good people that some people are jealous. So what they do, they're going to plant seeds of strife, gossip to separate y'all. It happens. It really, really does. So you need to make sure that you're not around toxic people because toxic people They love to argue and they love to gossip. Okay, so three things all toxic friends do. Friends, quotation marks. They corrupt good character. They're hot tempered and they love to argue and gossip. Okay, what you need in your life is some godly friends. You need some good people, right? You know what I'm saying? You need some good like like you need some people who you can go to retreat with and and you can be encouraged i wish squirt was here because we'd be like squirt 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 again right you need people who are going to love on you and encourage you and pray for you in your most difficult and trying times okay three things all godly friends do number one godly friends make you better proverbs 27 17 says as iron sharpens iron so a friend sharpens a friend Right. I want someone who my life is going to make me better. I want someone in my life who's going to sharpen me in life. I want someone in my life who's going to make me a better and add value to my life. Again, people come to your life for four reasons. Add, subtract, multiply, divide. I want people in my life who are going to sharpen me and make me better. You should, too. Right. You should want people in your life who are going to sharpen you, make you better, who are going to be like, oh, you're so much better. Why you do why you why you hang around with those people like you can do so much better than life. those are good friends. OK, we're going to hold you accountable and love you and tell you the truth. You want people in your life who make you better. OK, godly friends make you better. OK, godly friends give you biblical advice. Not. Not what Dr. Phil says, although Dr. Phil does say some good things. Not what so-and-so says on, on TikTok. Not what some influencer says on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, whatever, right? But I'm talking about godly friends will give you biblical advice, okay? Because here's the thing. When you're having thoughts of suicide, God's word is going to be the, the one thing that's going to bring you back to life. God's word is going to keep you from taking those pills. God's word is going to be what's keeping you from slitting your wrist. God's word is going to keep you from tying that rope around your neck. You need godly friends who can give you God's word because God's word brings hope to your life. It corrects, it sharpens, it makes you better. Okay, it corrects you, it rebukes you. Okay, and it teaches you. You need a friend. Okay, you need several friends who will give you godly advice. Okay. Godly advice. It's amazing to me. Teenagers, I've known teenagers who hang around friends. And they, <laughs> it, it just blows my mind. I don't understand. Who will have thoughts of suicide, okay? And they'll hang around a friend who's like, yeah, I'm just thinking about killing myself. And the friend is like, I don't blame you, man. You should just do it. Why would you want to be around people like that? I will never understand it. Right. I will never understand it. 
Or, or you'll have a friend who's like, man, I'm, I'm thinking about trying drugs for the first time. I'm thinking about smoking weed for the first time. I'm thinking about, you know, trying these, trying these pills for the first time. But you do it, I'll do it with you. Why would you want to be around people like that? That's ba- they're basically saying if you jump off the cliff, I'll jump off with you. Right? You want godly friends who will give you godly advice like, nah, fam, this is what God's word says. Let me show you what it says about God's word. Right? You need godly friends who will give you godly advice. Okay? Godly friends. Okay? Toxic friends will do all that junk with you. Okay? So your godly friends make you better. Godly friends give you biblical advice. And the last thing is this. Godly friends are ride or die, baby. Man, godly, listen, some of my closest and most down friends I've ever had in my life. I'm sorry, the most down friends I've ever had in my life I found in the body of Christ. I'm serious. (laughs) Let me tell you something, right? I got me some ride or die people in my life, okay? Check this out. The Bible says this in Proverbs 18, 24, okay? Proverbs 18, 24, the Bible says this, says there are friends... There are, quote-unquote, friends who destroy each other, but a real friend sticks closer than a brother. See, I find it interesting how, I like that verse because we live in a culture right now where you can go up to a girl and be like, bruh, you know what I'm saying? Girls call each other bruh, you know? (laughs) And I'm like, yo, we should just change this wording. There are friends who destroy each other, but a real friend sticks closer than a bruh, you know? (laughs) Right? You know what I'm saying? Bruh, you know? But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Godly friends, man, I'm telling you, there's some ride or die people. Like, seriously, they will be with you, man, in your darkest moments. And they will pray with you. And they will go to war for you. And when I was to say war, I mean like they will do spiritual warfare for you. When there are, demon- there are demons attacking you and your family, they will be the ones who will fast and pray that those demons flee your family. You know what I'm saying? When you're in the hospital on life support, they will be the ones who will be at the hospital, in camp, praying for you, believing God to bring you out of that hospital. I'm just saying like the, the most ride or die people I've ever had in my life. I found in the local church and in the body of Christ, the good godly people. I'm being serious. Here's the thing. Some of them are older. Some of them are my age. and Some of them are younger. That's the kingdom of God, though. Godly friends, man, they are, they're ride or die, man. They'll stick with you no matter what. They love you when you're flaws. They love you when you're down. And they love you when you're up. See what I'm saying? So. Three things toxic friends do. Toxic friends corrupt good character. Toxic friends are hot-tempered. And toxic friends love to argue and gossip. Three things godly friends do. Godly friends make you better. Godly friends give you biblical advice. And godly friends are ride or die. I just want to remind you guys. People come into your life for four reasons. To add, subtract, multiply, or divide. You got to choose wisely who you let stay in your life after tonight. You need to go home tonight and you really need to go down to your quote unquote friends that you hang around with and be like, do I really want these people in my life five years from now? Do I see them making me better? Like what we learned about tonight. Here's something that'll help you. Second <clears throat> Corinthians 517 says this. 
It says, anyone who belongs to Christ Jesus has become a new person. The old life is gone and a new life has begun. I'm going to repeat that, okay? 2 Corinthians 5.17 says this. It says, anyone who belongs to Jesus Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone and a new life has begun. Here's the thing, young people. I need you to hear me. The day you said yes to Jesus, the day you said, Jesus, I believe in you. I believe you died on the cross in my place for my sins and you went to, you went to the grave, but you resurrected. You came back to life in three days, forever defeating sin and hell. I put my faith and trust in you. The day you made that decision to become a Christian and put your full faith and trust in God, you were made a new person. The Bible says it very, very clear. 2 Corinthians 5, 17. Anyone who belongs to Jesus Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone. A new life has begun. I want y'all to focus on right here. Belongs to Jesus to become a new person. The old life is gone. A new life has begun. The old life is gone. A new life has begun. The old life is gone. A new life has begun. The old life is gone. A new life has begun. Let me help you out with something. Stop hanging around people who are trying to resurrect your old life that God has already buried. Poor. That went right over all y'all's head, didn't it? Let me tell you something. Stop hanging around people who are trying to bring back to life the old you that God has already put to rest. You're a new person now. Why would you want to hang around people who are trying to resurrect something that God has already put to death? That God has already put to rest? You're a new creation in Christ Jesus. Why would you want to be around people who are like, yo, I miss the old Carrie, the one who used to smoke weed, the one who used to watch pornography. I miss the old Carrie who used to go out and get drunk. I miss the old Carrie... That old Carrie's dead. He ain't ever coming back. I'm not trying to hang around people who are trying to resurrect old Carrie. Neither should you. You're a new person in Jesus. So don't let people come into your life who can resurrect your old self. And y'all don't let them do that, okay? Remember, a man is chained to anything that has power over him. Don't let people keep you chained up to that nonsense. Don't be chained to toxic relationships. Repeat after me. I am, I am no longer, no longer bound, bound to toxic friendships. friendships. I'll close with this. Don't waste your life on toxic people. You get one shot at this life here on earth. I don't want you to look back after high school and realize, man, I wasted so much time on people that ain't even in my life no more. Can I tell you something? I talked to zero people from my high school basketball team to this day. Not one. Not one. Not one. Talk to zero people who I played football with. I talked to zero people who I used to go to house parties with. Because my real friends I found in the kingdom of God, in the body of Christ. I no longer am a, I'm bound to toxic relationships. I got good people in my life. You know what I'm saying? And I want that for you. I don't want you to waste your life on people that are going to take you back, okay? We're going to keep you from fulfilling everything that God has for you, okay? Okay? God has a special plan and purpose for your life. And here's the thing. The enemy knows that. And he will strategically put people in your life to keep you from fulfilling that calling in your life. Don't let them. So I want you to do this tonight when you go home. Really think about it. Who in my life should I, should I stop hanging around with? You know what I'm saying? Who in my life do I need to honestly cut off because I don't, I don't see them being good for me as time goes on, okay? Let's pray.